Welcome to the Equipping You podcast, where our mission is to equip Alliance pastors and leaders to live spiritually healthy lives and lead healthy churches. Equipping You is a ministry of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. For more information on this podcast and other ministries of the Alliance, visit equippingyou.org. Hey, 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 welcome back to Equipping You Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 10. We made it through five seasons, Alan and Caitlin. Can you believe it? Wow. (laughs) It feels like we just started this yesterday. It does feel like we started this yesterday. Yeah, it is fun. So uh, we uh, are happy to be coming to you today from Colorado Springs, home of the Flying W Ranch. Uh, Flying W Ranch burned down in wildfires back in 2012 and rebuilt and recently reopened. Uh, I took my family out there uh, late summer 2020, had a great evening with a cowboy meal and cowboy music. Mm. So if you're ever in Colorado Springs, take advantage of that little uh, cultural experience. You'll enjoy it a lot. I'm Terry, Church Ministries Leader for the Alliance. And I am Alan, Multiplication Director for Eastern PA, and I went to the old Flying W prior to its burning down. So did I, yeah. Great, and uh, great to renew that experience uh, a couple of months ago. And Caitlin Guyberson is also uh, with us today. We call her the Laugh Track because she gets paid to laugh at my jokes. That- I do. Well, you know what? Actually, Terry, I just do it out of the kindness of my own heart. So. Oh, I see. <laughs> Not, but I notice see. she didn't say she laughed at them because they were funny. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Alan. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I get it. Alan is jealous. That is what it is. <laughs> yes, that's Caitlin right. Caitlin is kind and Alan is jealous. <laughs> Okay. So today we're going to uh, talk to Rob Basham. And uh, Alan, tell us about Rob. Ah, I met Rob uh, in the summer of 95, going back that way. I just missed being his youth pastor, actually, because his dad came to be the lead pastor at First Alliance in Harrisburg. And Rob had just graduated from high school. Uh, His dad is uh, just one of the most encouraging pastors I've ever known. Um, and uh, anyhow, I'm looking forward to having Rob on here. He's got a wealth of experience and his position at RTI, which I think is another vital way for us to prepare workers for the harvest. I'm just excited for this conversation. I am too. Uh, so uh, we need to raise up and prepare a lot of workers we uh, do. for the harvest field. And uh, we're grateful for our colleges and seminaries that are accomplishing that. Uh, across the U.S., but grateful for all of these alternative opportunities that are raising up as well, kind of taking us back to the days in the alliance of the mean, lean, ministry-preparing machine. And uh, so grateful for uh, Reach Training Institute and want to get to know a little bit more about it today. So grab yourselves a squirt grapefruit soda. Wow. Fresca, if you are on a low-carb diet. Very fancy. Kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. Sit back, relax. Here we go. Hey, Equipping You friends, it's Caitlin here, and I want to tell you about something super special that we have launched here at Equipping You that's just for you, and we think you're really going to love it. 
If you're an avid Equipping You listener, an Equipping You live attender, or both, you need to join our Facebook group called Equipping You Community. We love that on the podcast and at Equipping You Live, we get to empower you in your ministries. But we believe that for you to really see the true transformation of your leadership that you want, applying what you learn in community is key. So pause this episode right now and head over to facebook.com slash groups slash equipping you community. Or you can go to equippingyou.com and scroll all the way to the bottom and click on equipping you community. We can't wait to see you there. It's our pleasure to welcome to Equipping You Podcast, Rob Basham. Rob, great to have you with us today. Thanks, Terry. It's honored to be here with you all. So uh, we always like to let our listeners get to know our interviewees. So, uh, Rob, if you could kind of give us a snapshot of your life, how you came to know Jesus, your family, and your ministry journey, we'd love to hear it. Sure. Uh, I came to know Jesus at a pretty young age. I grew up in the Alliance. My father was an Alliance pastor, and uh, my parents, you know, went to Nyack. They went to ATS. They served in Pennsylvania and the Philippines. And then I mostly grew up in New Jersey, in Cranford, New Jersey, and there, I was part of a great, a great church there where uh, they really just challenged us. And it was actually before my senior year, I was at one of those old Operation Good News events uh, at the Jersey Shore. And that's where I actually had kind of a, an experience with the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, and kind of felt the call to ministry there, uh, changed the direction of my life. I was ready to go study medicine and uh, just had an incredible experience and felt called to the nations. So I went to Nyack College, uh, met my wife Jess there, and uh, we both graduated, got married right after graduation, didn't know what we were going to do, ended up moving up uh, north to Boston. And so we found a little apartment not far from Fenway Park, Ooh, you know, Allen's nice, huge spots nice. band, and, uh, and, and did Boston for five years. And while we were in Boston, we just had a great time, had a great community there. There was an Alliance Church down the street from our apartment, kind of in the center of the city, called River of Life. We worked there for three of the years, and uh, they prepared us. We did our home service there, and then we, we took our family out to uh, the Middle East. I had never been to the country of Jordan, but we landed there. We had two kids at the time. Sidon was two, and Adia was four months, and we ended up doing 12. 12 years in the Middle East, and uh, just had an incredible ministry there. Um, we're blessed. We're empowered as young leaders. We ran a, a nonprofit, non-government organization there. And uh, when, when that season came to an end after three terms, we were wondering where we would head next. And we got a call from, uh, from Salem Alliance. They had started this thing called Reach Training Institute. And they had a pastoral position open as well, kind of a hybrid position. And so we came out this way, out west, and uh, we've, we've been here. We added two kids along the way, my son Rowan and my son Titus. So we have four kids, and uh, life is good. Life is full. Life is fun. And <laughs> a little bit about us. Well, Rob, your dad was a great man. I know good one friend. of my one of my gifts uh, is encouragement, but your dad sharpened that in me. He's definitely one of the most encouraging pastors I ever knew. I was blessed to serve under and I'm thankful for that. And I miss being your youth pastor by one year. I believe you graduated right before he came to Harrisburg. Is that right? 
I did. Yeah, I graduated and had my graduation party and my parents moved the next day to Harrisburg there where you were. <laughs> <laughs> I got the summer there twice with you. Uh, so got yes. to know you a little bit and uh, just both Tara and Al and my father always spoke highly of you both. And uh, yeah, so this is, this is fun to be on here with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. So uh, in addition to your dad's example, who else uh, influenced you in your leadership development over the years? Yeah, I mean, definitely my father, the conversations we'd have on theological issues and his kind of open mind and ability to think gray on certain things, yet just truly love people and visit people and and care was huge. But also had a mentor in Boston um, that really took me under his wing, Tom Griffith. Tom was just a powerhouse in the spirit, Um, taught me a lot about apostleship and prophecy and introduced me kind of to the APES. And he was just the guy that really just loved the city he was in. I learned how to pray there, how to pray over cities, how to pray for cities. We would gather pastors from, you know, 60, 70 pastors from Boston. We go away for three days and Tom would lead those things. It was just unbelievable. And there I also met a lot of other pastors, Um, worked a lot with the Black Ministerial Alliance in Boston. And there were some great men and women uh, that I met through that. Reverend Dr. Jesse Owens was an awesome influence on my life. She's my first boss at a school that I taught at. Uh, then on, on the field, I got the opportunity to work very closely with Daryl and Cheryl Fennessy, mm-hmm. who you guys have had on here before. Legends. Um, yeah, veterans. And they empowered uh, Jess and I. We, we opened up a new work together in the south of Jordan, and they were incredible. John Corby was the... Uh, regional director at the time he was just another one saw me as a young leader and empowered me and and taught me so i've, I've had a lot of just less i've been blessed with a lot of incredible mentors especially early on in the early development as a ministry leader that's great stuff man thanks yeah, for sharing fantastic that. fantastic uh so rob you're the executive director of the reach training institute that you just mentioned and uh We'll talk about Crown College a little bit later, but under the umbrella of Crown College, because Alex Zell would want me to mention that and would want me to mention that uh, I am alumni of Crown. I got my master's from Crown. Uh, so uh, love that school and love the, the partnership with you. Aside from that, tell us a little bit about why RTI got started and uh, what, what the aim of uh, RTI is. Yeah, well, I mean, Crown deserves that shameless plug. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a great partner. But RTI, um, RTI is what we believe is kind of the, the future of education. We exist to, to prepare young leaders for kingdom service. And we do it field-ready and debt-free. And that field-ready, debt-free is really, that's kind of our deal. It got started because here at Salem Alliance, we were doing these big kind of youth youth missions rallies every year. And at one point, there were 500 people that had come forward over a four-year period that said, if God calls me, I will serve him in the nations or the neighborhoods. I'm ready to do this. And we started tracking those people. And we were a little disappointed that we weren't really seeing much fruit from that, from that willingness. Most of them were going off to other schools and they were accumulating debt. Debt, we found out, was one of the biggest things that was holding people back from ministry. And so uh, it was just kind of like, that's that's a bit of a justice issue. Uh, School for those going into ministry should be affordable. 
Hmm. And um, at the same time, I was in the Middle East and uh, I had just finished a year at ATS, kind of on faculty as an international worker in residence. And I had met with numerous people that had interest in being in the Middle East. And I would talk to them and realize how much debt they had and realized it was going to take a little while for them to actually get to the field. And many of those people ended up getting to the field, but it took them four or five extra years to pay down that debt. So I was pretty upset. You know, what, what is this? How are we holding people back with this financial constraint thing? Uh, lead pastor at Sam Alliance, Steve Fowler, was in the Middle East, and we were hanging out, visiting uh, one of the centers. I was a field director, and we were talking about this issue. And we started to talk about how the Alliance used to send people out with the Missionary Training Institute, MTI. And he said, he started to share this vision for what would become Reach Training Institute. And I said, I've been thinking about the same thing. In fact, I went and went to the old field director's office and I brought out this box of books that were their original correspondence courses that were used with the early workers that went to the Middle East and how they wow. would do their education on the field. And I sat the box down and we just, we, it was one of those moments where we knew we had to do something. Uh, Salem wow. Alliance jumped on board. They launched Reach Training Institute seven years ago. And uh, it was born, this vision to empower young leaders, field ready, debt free. And so we, we're keeping it going. Our goal is not to build a college. Our goal is to start a movement where we see RTIs popping up all over the country preparing people in their local areas to uh, to serve God and to be equipped. That is a great story. I didn't know some of those details, and it's super encouraging how the Holy Spirit was working in both of your hearts and uh, and you being at Nyack at the time. Wow, that's fantastic. That's beautiful. To me, one of the neat parts about this is that you are not just an academy guy who wants to train students, you came from the field. So you are, I think, uniquely equipped to do what you're doing. So how, how was your time uh, in Jordan? How did that help prepare you to be the executive director of RTI? Sure. I think uh, having that experience, um, both having pastored and then also doing international work, I think gives me an idea of what field ready is. You know, if we want students to be field ready, I've worked with many interns and many people coming straight out of colleges, uh, all of the Alliance schools. We've had those people come and join us in the Middle East, and they've been a blessing. But we also see areas where maybe we needed to do a little bit more mentorship in this area or this area. Even with that, that's helped us develop the curriculum here. We have uh, our students graduate with a class in peacemaking. Uh, because I don't know if you know this, if you've traveled to the fields across the world, many of them are experiencing a lack of peace on teams. And so we're equipping our students to really know how to handle biblically conflict that might rise up on the field. We have a class called Project Management. We realize that many of our students, uh, many of the interns or new workers we've received in the Middle East had difficulty being able to take an idea or a concept and actually implement it from start to finish. And with many of our fields internationally doing, you know, development work or getting grants or doing things, we thought that was a really important thing. And so I think I had some experiences on the international side that do sharpen what we're able to do here. You know, it's fun to be able to teach and share stories from the field. Uh, even our first class, we take our freshmen and they don't know what, what hits them because four weeks in, one of their first classes is with my wife, Jess, and I 
called Nations and Neighborhoods. And four weeks in, a group of 15 or so, however many students a new cohort has, we take them international right away. And they get to know each other really well because <laughs> through jet lag and travel, you, you kind of bond. And um, so that, that's been a lot of fun as well. But, uh, but yeah, I, I feel it, it did. It prepared us well. And uh, it's fun to see the program kind of adapt and mold according to what fields need. Yeah, that's great. great. Love it. So uh, give us a little bit more of the nuts and bolts, uh, Rob, about how RTI works and who are the students that will most likely benefit from an RTI education? Sure. Students, our student body is very diverse. It looks, we have people that are second career, that have kids that are coming in in their 30s and 40s. We have students that are just finishing high school and have come through our youth group and are joining us. We have a lot of local partnership churches that are sending us students that they know are going to go into ministry as well. We also recently, our last two years, have received a lot of students from outside of the Salem area, which wasn't necessarily our intention, but they're hearing about it and they're coming. So we have students that have come off the field with Envision from Massachusetts. We've got students from New Jersey and and just from Omaha. We've got students coming from all over the place, a couple from Idaho. But really, I think what, what's unique about RTI is your first two years, you're knocking out all of the requirements that it would take for you to become a licensed worker with the Alliance. So you're going through all your theology classes, knocking out all your readings, all your papers, all your trainings. And at the end of your sophomore year, you actually sit for your three-hour licensing exam. And then in your junior and senior year, all of your practicums, all of your internships count towards your Alliance licensed ministry experience to the point where actually when you graduate and walk across the stage, you can now sit for ordination. Mm. And so that's how we're kind of doing the field ready thing. Um, lots of, lots of great practicums, internships, pastoral internships. Uh, many of our seniors are choosing to do those abroad. Um, starting your junior and senior year, you move into a lot of classes with crown college and those are online. So there's a little bit more flexibility to be able to engage in meaningful, impactful ministry. So that's kind of the way the system system works out. But our students are from all over the place. And uh, really what we're looking for is a call to ministry. We want to see people that, because we're investing heavily, we want to see them pretty assured that they're going to be going into full-time vocational ministry. That's great. You mentioned earlier cohorts. How, how do the cohorts do? Do they stay together the whole time? They do. So uh, you just you come in as a cohort. Uh, our freshman cohort this year is 12 students. Our sophomore cohort is 17. Uh, we have about 45, 50 students on campus here, and we have some other campuses as well. So, Wow, that's really cool. They're really learning and uh, growing just from that experience, I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm personally excited about this because I think it's uh, vital to us fulfilling our mission as a Christ-centered Acts 1-8 family, but I'd really... How I'd really like you to talk about that because you know both. <laughs> you are Alliance through and through. You lead RTI. What makes this so vital to us completing our mission as a Christ-centered Acts 1-8 family? Yeah, I mean, as we move into right now, this kind of campaign that the, the national office is putting out unfinished, I think we realize that the job is unfinished. Um, I'm, I'm grading papers earlier this morning and in one of the classes I'm teaching Alliance culture and distinctives, I actually had our students go online and look at all the ministry opportunity descriptions that are posted online right now. 
both in the U.S. and internationally. And I made them each choose one that appealed to them and write about why that appealed to them. Hmm. And I don't know, last time you went on the website and looked, but there are a whole lot of open positions right now. Mm. And I believe that the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. So we're trying to increase the number of workers. We're trying to get them out there quick. We're trying to get a lot of them out there. And that's kind of our goal. And that's, that's, that's a central part of the Acts 1-8 family um, to, to bring the gospel to all the, all the earth. And uh, so we play, we, we feel we're going to play a significant role in that. And once this thing hits a tipping point and we see these, see more RTIs across the country. Yeah. That's great. great. Where are they all right now? Do you say? Uh, right now we have a affiliated site in Seattle called BIOS and we have RTI North Sound, which is North of Seattle. And we have a new campus opening next year outside of Sacramento and Cameron Park called RTI Foothills. And we're working on a couple other ones uh, that I won't mention yet, uh, but a couple other places that are are pretty interested as well. That's so. great. Love it. Great. Yep. So you guys have been doing this since 2014, Rob. Uh, what are some valuable lessons your leadership team has learned about preparing students for the harvest? Yeah, I think um, one, of the, one of the biggest lessons I think we've learned is we really want our students to understand that ministry ministry can be messy. And so I think early on that a lot of our practicums and places where people were serving were in pretty healthy settings. And while that's a great and safe and comfortable place to kind of cut your teeth, it's not reality. And so we were graduating students and then they were going to churches that might not be as healthy as say the internship they did at Salem Alliance. And so we have now kind of changed uh, and adapted, and we're trying to get our students serving in just a multiple multiple places, and we're wanting to see them to see kind of the realities of ministry that it is messy. I think that's one of the things that that we've seen. We we want them to see the good and bad sides of of ministry. I think that's been a win. We've also adapted some of our other classes. For instance, uh, we our spiritual formation. We really we have a class emotionally emotionally healthy spirituality. Uh, it is a class that students really love, but it really, it does some work in them. It really mm-hmm. kind of disassembles much of who they are and builds them back up. One of the things we've learned is we need more than just a three credit class for that. So we've added a one credit retreat later on in their RTI journey to go back and continue to process those things and build in some counseling. So we continue to adapt and learn from, uh, yeah, learn from some of our mistakes or just areas where we can improve at least. That's good stuff. So talk to us about um, some encouraging stories about students. You know, you've, you said you learned lessons, but I know you've also seen some wins that you just like, wow, we're so glad we're doing this. Yeah. I'm, now that we have alumni out there, it <laughs> makes life a lot easier, right? Because when you're trying to sell it, but you don't have any finished product yet, um, those are tough days, but at this point, our alumni are out there. They're doing some fun stuff. Um, we just sent uh, on Monday. We just sent two of our students to Kosovo, a married couple. Uh, they'll be serving their senior year in Kosovo. We're excited about that. We have another student that's uh, the graduated graduated field ready debt free that's now in Cambodia. We've got a, a student pursuing an MDiv over at ATS, another one at Multnomah. We offer a fifth-year master's with Crown as well, so a lot of our students have completed that. 
We've got an alumni working in our free medical clinic as a nurse now. We've got one of our first alumni that's a lead pastor in Rapid City, South Dakota. Another one serving in the Central Pacific District as a youth pastor. Robert Garcia, one of our first alumni, works here in town at a nonprofit called Salem Leadership Foundation. And uh, we've also, uh, you know, Salem Alliance is a big church, so we've hired quite a few alumni as well. And uh, it's kind of a pipeline for us as well. So we've hired five or six alumni alone just at Salem Alliance Church. But it's been pretty exciting to see them launch. You know, they also, they, they call. Uh, when they hit their issues and we continue kind of mentoring them through and uh, it's just fun, fun to hear their stories and hear what God is using them to do. But we've had a lot of wins and we're hoping to have a whole lot more. That sounds good stuff. That's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty good amount there for, uh, you know, in your seventh year, it's neat to hear those stories. So Alan asked you about where some of your other campuses were uh, being raised up at Rob Love to hear you talk about how those connections are made. What's your big picture vision for the future? How many campuses do you see and how does this thing spread? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Thanks, Terry. I mean, basically, we have built it and it is Crown is unbelievable to work with. And we've built this system where um, we're able to talk to districts or churches or clusters of churches that are interested we're able to share what it is. There's a buy-in fee basically to help cover some of the costs of what it costs to do the coaching to get you launched. But basically if there are, and if you're out there listening and you're interested in this, we, you have to be able to recruit at least 10 students every two years to launch a cohort. But if, if that's of interest to you, we've built it. I mean, we're literally meeting with people that do franchising as a profession to try to have this thing just ready to roll out. It's kind of a school in a box. Um, (laughs) It is marked up to the point where there's stuff that's adaptable and there's stuff that you have to adopt. But it's pretty streamlined and uh, we help you figure out how to recruit your faculty. But all the classes are all written. All the course objectives are there. Your faculty can bring their own little little deal to it. But it's there, the system is built and uh, we're ready to launch it in other places. So we, we have districts that have talked to us, but we've also had large churches or clusters of churches that have come together that have wanted to launch it. It does take work. It does take some financial commitment. Uh, we help subsidize. We basically, our goal is to keep tuition at a small car payment a month. And so to, to run it depends on what facilities you already have, depends on how you're going to recruit faculty. And it depends on um, basically who is the champion going to be in your local site. But we'd love to connect with you. You can just contact me if you're interested in learning more about an RTI. But we want to see them all throughout the nation. We're in talks even with, with uh, some fields in the, internationally about what it would look like to use this stuff. But field ready, debt free, we believe that that's a win. That's a win for the kingdom. That is a win for the kingdom. I love that phrase, field ready, debt free. We've already given lots of credit to Crown College here. But how does that, does that partnership work? Just unpack that for us. What does that look like? Sure. sure. So basically, we have a blended curriculum. And so to keep it debt free, our students bring in about 21 credits of general education. 
we have no interest in teaching science and math and psychology. And so they bring those in from a community college. Here in Oregon, community college is pretty much free if you did decent in high school. And so students aren't having to pay for those classes. Then here at RTI, we offer 72 credits on campus. Those are all approved by Crown and those, those are considered kind of Crown credits. But then they take at least 30 to 32 credits online with Crown. And what happens is they graduate with a certificate from RTI, but they graduate with an accredited actual crown confers the degree on the students. So when they walk across the stage, they get the degree from Crown College. Uh, Joel Wiggins, president of Crown, has showed up for some of our graduations and is a huge champion of RTI as well. We couldn't do this without his innovative risk-taking uh, ability, but basically that allows us to do to do the deal with crown so they've approved all of our classes we've written all of our stuff we have an academic council here with provosts and deans from a lot of different colleges that have helped put this system together we've put a lot into building this thing the, the quality of faculty training videos and everything writing rubrics it's it's real school uh students <laughs> students come in kind of thinking oh it's it's church-based ministry education and they're crying after week one because it's it's legit. Um, good, good. Make them cry. <laughs> we've had many students transfer in from other schools. They they go to a a large Christian school and get their their bill after semester one and say I'm I'm not doing that. And they show up here and and they say this, this is academically kind of intense. We appreciate that because that's that's our goal. Our faculty um, is made up of a mixture of. Uh, you have to have at least a master's in a related field to teach, but most of our faculty are adjunct and they're people that are in ministry themselves. So it's relevant. They're telling stories that happened that week, not 10 years ago. And um, it's it's been fun. It breathes life into people in ministry when they get to be in the classroom with the students. And um, yeah. so, yeah, so it's been a win. Uh, Crown, yeah, they have just been a dream to work with. Um, but we also, we continue to just send from Salem Alliance. We send our students to, to Nyack, Tacoa, Crown, and Simpson. We love all those schools. Um, we don't see ourselves necessarily in competition with them. We, we see that we have a different niche and we're excited. We want to see them stay healthy and grow as well and continue to just build partnerships. Fantastic, Rob. We really appreciate what you're doing. We're seeing ourselves as uh, mobilizing for a great harvest. Mm-hmm. that we believe the Lord is going to bring in our generation, in the U.S. and around the world. And that means we need every leadership pipeline working uh, at maximum capacity, whether that's ministerial study program, what you guys are doing at Reach Training Institute, our colleges and seminaries, and uh, Empower in the uh, metro district that's spreading across the U.S. and others. Uh, we need them all. And so we're very thankful for what you guys are doing and, and uh, encourage leaders who are listening out there who have questions or somebody that they might want to connect with you to, to contact you and make that connection. Thanks a bunch for uh, being with us today and unpacking a little bit more about Reach Training Institute. And may God continue to use you guys to prepare well-equipped leaders for the harvest. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Our pleasure. On behalf of us here at, at RTI, Steve Dangaren, our Dean of Students, and I, uh, it's an honor that we're, we get to do this, and thanks for the opportunity. You're very welcome, and uh, just great to talk with you today, Rob. Well, Alan, love that. 
idea of uh, preparing field-ready, debt-free workers. I love that phrase. Uh, for the harvest field. So what stuck out in your mind as we talked about developing leaders through Reach Training Institute today? Well, in the words of our our Lord, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. And I'm convinced, have a growing conviction that if we don't raise up workers from within our congregations in many different ways, then we're not going to be able to keep up with the harvest. We need to be praying for workers for the harvest, but we also need to be part of preparing workers for the harvest. And RTI is certainly doing that. I love that phrase, uh, field ready, debt free. Man, I love it. Love Rob's heart and look forward to them as they are praying and preparing to do multiplying around the nation. In my earlier um, description of some of our uh, alternative education programs, I forgot LEAD. And so they're doing great work. Uh, they are with a number of districts and so i love all these entrepreneurial people who are being raised up by the lord to uh, develop these uh, leadership training programs Uh, they're taking initiative and getting it done and they're working to build something that's academically robust but is also practical for uh, nitty-gritty work of ministry it's a great combination so we hope that you will uh, who are listening will share this with uh, others and hope it'll spur you on to uh, develop leaders in your local church and to be thinking about who in my local church might be being called to go beyond the boundaries of my local church, whether that's in a church plant in an adjacent community somewhere or overseas or whatever, and get them plugged into the training that they need to be prepared to do what God's calling them uh, to do. That ought to be a part of every church, uh, that whole Acts 13 component where the Spirit speaks and identifies people that He's calling out for some other ministry. And when that happens, it's exciting and fun to be a part of. Alan and Caitlin, as we come to the end of Season 5, thank you both for partnering with us in this uh, Equipping You podcast. Really appreciate both of you. and love working with you and love your commitment above and beyond what you do every day to be a part of equipping you podcast. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this. Uh, Listeners, we love and appreciate you. And uh, we do this for you. We have fun doing it, but we do this for you and we hope you find it helpful. Mm -hmm. So until next time, keep the faith. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the equipping you podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing and rating our channel. We hope you will join us for our next episode. For more information on this podcast and other ministries of the Alliance, visit equippingyou.org.